Aye. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Perfect. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Tune a Bit. The, the bit, bit that you can tune. Tune a bit. Now, in the morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> tune a boot in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so a funny story. Mm-hmm. We tried to record this episode last night. Yep. But something happened. I can't quite remember, Liam. Can you remind me what happened? You sure you can't remember? I'm doing a bit. Come on. Brutal. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, so, so what happened was we didn't eat um, before we started recording and drinking. I had some lunch, obviously. Like, we're not maniacs, but um, I, I think my, my stomach wasn't lined enough. And I got to the point after about maybe four beers where I started feeling a bit peaky. A wee peaky blindy. Yep, yep. Um, so mid-recording of this episode, I had to rush through to the bathroom to spew. Uh, <laughs> and the, the the only food that came up, which I, was the only food that I'd eaten by that point, was... Um, or not the only food I'd eaten all day, but the last thing I'd eaten was some uh, chicken chicken roll. We put in a sandwich. Yeah, we sliced chicken. We sliced chicken. Obviously, masticated till fuck. Yeah, chicken, chicken with uh, with the air quotations around it. <laughs> um, and as I was spewing, I, we have to address this on the podcast because it is thoroughly disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> as I spewed, a little bit of spew came up my nose, and I was worried. And I, it was proven right that I should have been worrying because when I blew my nose after that, a little tiny bit of chicken came out of my nose. Oh, <laughs> that one's just for you, listeners. Anyone who um, enjoys further mastication of masticated chicken through nasal cavities than any of you fans, you're welcome. That's fucking rank, man. It, we also thought it might be nice to try and do this last episode with Jim. So we thought once Liam had uh, composed himself and then we'd had some food, mm-hmm. we decided we'll leave it and we'll wait and see if Jim gets back from wherever he was at the end Middlesbrough oh yeah. no the Lake District that's Lake District, where he was yeah. yeah he missed Middlesbrough but we don't have any gym no and we haven't heard from him no not at all no I did do find my phone with him yep yeah his phone's halfway across the Atlantic oh god so he's taking a wrong <laughs> turn and I hope he's not walking because um, <laughs> he'd be dead <laughs> oh what's that oh no what, what's that oh is it check. something at the door Got a letter here. No. Did we finally get some fan mail? It's about fucking time. <laughs> no, it's from Jim. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does it say, Liam? Uh, so, one sec. Does that sound like an envelope? <laughs> well, yes, because it's an envelope. <laughs> uh, right, so, dear boys. Oh. Yeah, I, I would prefer men, but, you know. <laughs> we are boys, not men. <laughs> we could become boys to men, though. <laughs> Uh, dear boys, I've recently run into a spot of trouble. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, as you may well know, my phone is halfway across the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, due to three rabid seagulls who attacked me for my chips that I got in the Lake District. Uh, you know, as, as you know, chips are famous in the Lake District. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and chips and lakes. Chi- That's all chips, they've got. Chips and lakes and uh, rabid seagulls. Uh, <laughs> They aimed for the chips, but they took my phone. So this is why I'm writing to you in lighter form now. Um, what's it saying here? Something, something, something. I hate cows. Something, <laughs> something. It's very illegible. He's not written well. Right? Very bad handwriting. No, he has he written it in the uh, oil from his chips, though. So <laughs> it's very hard to read. Uh, I'll be back in two weeks. Oh, well, you know what's amazing about that is that Jim's managed overnight to give us a letter and he got it delivered on a Sunday. But he can't get himself home for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll check back in with Jim at some point. Yeah, well, we'll try our best anyway. Maybe next episode we'll check back in and see how he got on in his travels. Yeah. Um, so, before we start today, I have got my album of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an album by Creed Bratton. 
Now, you might know Creed Bratton as the weird old dude in the office, US office, uh, and he's also a musician. Uh, does some banging wee songs, and this is uh, his 2018 album, While the Young Punks Dance. Very good album. He's a very talented man. Very excited to listen to um, So yeah, it's definitely worth giving it a shout, and obviously we all know him as that mad bastard. He's quite quite, quite the talent mm-hmm. as well. Um, he's also an upload for a very, very short scene. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, it's, it's, it's great that the first episode of this set of recordings was John Benjamin and now we're ending with Creed Brand. I know we're doing sort of like you know TV people doing music things that that can be the next tune of the episode <laughs> <laughs> bring back the music <laughs> hashtag bring back the music um, and today we are very excitedly sponsored by I had had a sponsor last night mm-hmm. but I, I've lost the correspondence in all yeah. the excitement of looking for Jim so and the chicken roll uh, going up your nose so today we are sponsored by Kareem's Cables ooh yeah nice so Kareem uh, opened a drawer one day and he had a bunch of cables and he's trying to sell them flog them off no idea what they're for it's like an anything cable you can try it out on different things it might be a micro USB might be an HDMI who knows well I mean as soon as you look at it you should yeah, well, yes, yeah. <laughs> he's got uh, at least 30 that he thinks are for iPhones, mm-hmm. but he's also never seen an iPhone, oh. so he doesn't actually know. Right, okay. Well, uh, do sponsors regularly take advice? Is that something we can start doing? Well, advice to sponsors? Yeah, because I was going to say he needs to diversify um, and start selling strawberries as well. <laughs> strawberries and creams came <laughs> <laughs> that's quite good I'll, I'll keep that in okay strawberry and cream strawberries and creams cables yeah that's good uh, awesome so as you'd heard from our last couple of episodes we've been doing uh, we've been doing a very thorough uh, thought through rundown of everything Marvel's ever released we were going to do it in two episodes and that's why we're on episode three because we went too in depth yeah with all of them the, the 23 films that we've covered so far yep. took more than just 23 minutes as we'd previously thought oh, I mean I, I was hoping to bash out the entire Infinity Saga in one episode mm, but then again we went too in depth I think yeah yeah. once we hit our stride in episode 2 of this where we realised what we were actually doing was Marvel done like described badly I have no idea what you mean because <laughs> uh, it, it was it was perfect reiterations of the movies for the first half. I well, I I, I would argue that yes, it was. <laughs> I mean, I close my eyes and listen back to yesterday's episodes, and I can see the scenes <laughs> in chronological order as well. Yeah, in chronological shot for shot. Exactly. <laughs> we, what we've done in an hour and a half so far is done a shot for shot remake of twenty three films. <laughs> and I think you all agree that it was worth your time. <laughs> And if you haven't listened to the first two, fair. <laughs> this is the important bit. This is the new phase we're on just now. So this is the stuff pre-COVID. Yes. That has come out. COVID. COVID, yes. Are you in commentary? <laughs> no, COVID-tree. <laughs> and uh, they, at this point, had opened up uh, a little-known streaming service. It's very niche, called Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the uh, Disney properties, which Marvel's included in. Yep. So we started off 2021 after the COVID break with our first TV series that is canon in the MCU thus far, yeah. Uh, which is WandaVision. Woo, WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> now, WandaVision was a very interesting story. So as we know from our breakdown last time, Wanda lost her pal Vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, in um in the fight with Thanos because Thanos needed the stone from his head. Yep. So Wanda wasn't happy. Yep. She's back. She's feeling a bit upset, and she's now turned everything into sitcoms. Yep. Uh, she's turned a bit of, a little town into sitcoms, and in that town, you've got a few different characters. You've got um, Geraldine, who turns out to be Monica Rambo, who's uh, one of Captain Marvel's pals' daughters. And Captain Marvel's pal's daughter goes in to try and stop Wanda and gets chucked back again, then goes back in again and gets powers. She works for an agency called S.W.O.R.D., who are the super weird organisation of Rusty Donuts. 
but they also deal with <laughs> they also deal with space and shit and like mad mad things so they're a bit mean and they're trying to figure out what's going on and try and stop Wanda for the most part they're the baddies but there's a couple of good guys in there Jimmy mm-hmm. Wu from the Ant-Mans mm-hmm. and Darcy Lewis from the Thors the first two Thors not the third one so they're all about in the actual uh, sitcoms Wanda and uh, not Vision but Vision is their dead vision and they create children pretty quickly um, and they create colour at the same time which is very impressive Um, then (laughs) they uh, also create Wanda's brother who died in Age of Ultron but he's played by a different person Mm -hmm. who was Wanda's brother in the X-Men's and not in Marvel's and then they uh, find um, they find uh, that one of the people in the town is a witch as well who is fucking everything up they have a big fight uh vision there's two visions there's dead vision fake vision uh dead vision fake vision which is his full name and white vision yeah uh racially infused character and <laughs> that joke uh and they have a wee fight and they talk about a boat and everything's fine wanda helps the people not be covered in her uh red magic anymore and then flies away and starts reading the bad book that the other witch had called The Darkhold. Yep. Which showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Yeah. But that's completely separate. Yeah. After the first season. <laughs> um, so, two things. Uh, first of all, we the, the grief mm. line. What is grief if not love persevering? Or, like I said last night before it got redone, uh, what if beef if not cow persevering? Mm. Um, which is fantastic. What is chicken if not snot persevering? <laughs> Fuck me. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the other thing, and we failed to mention this in the first take, was that Wanda's brother getting recast as Wanda's uh, uh, whatever his fucking name is. I can't. Can never remember his name. Pietro. Pietro. Uh, getting cast as the one from X Men from the Fox universe. Everyone was excited because the multiverse was just starting to get spoken about at this point, and people were just like, "Oh, it is the guy, it is the brother, but from the Fox universe." Yeah. Um, but lo and behold, it was actually Ralph Boner, and his name was that to set up a dick joke mm-hmm. later on in the episode, mm-hmm. uh, which a lot of people didn't didn't appreciate. No, no. Because while making a dick joke, they also made a dick out of all of us. <laughs> Next show. Should do these with water more often. Fucking hell, I'm fired today. I'm, I'm actually tempted to get a beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck it, so, what do we have up next? We have the Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. Very briefly, this uh, is a tale of two guys who have each been tasked with being a person they don't want to be. By each other, actually. Captain America gave his shield to Sam, yep. the Falcon. And oh, because Captain America dies at the end of Avengers End. Well, he goes back in time and uh, stays there with Peggy. Yeah, and then probably does a thing that Odin does and just disappears in the dust. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he gives uh, Sam a new shield, uh, tells him to be Captain America. Sam's just like, I don't want to do this. Um, here you go, Bucky. And Bucky's just like, no, I don't want to do this. You got picked. Uh, then some guys who are eco-terrorists get some superpowers with super soldier serum did I say that properly this time? yeah you did oh fuck me last night Liam called it superhuman serum superhuman soldier serum yeah that was it <laughs> super secret soldier human serum super secret human soldier serum yeah <laughs> uh, yeah the eco-terrorists they've got powers uh, they can punch real hard mm-hmm. and um, the government choose their own new Captain America who's a bit of a dick mm-hmm. uh, but then he gets picked up by uh, that jumping right to the end he gets picked up to be this new thing with uh, Val who shows up yeah Julia Louis-Dreyfus yep Seinfeld woman yep Seinfeld woman <laughs> um, the Bucky and Sam come together after fighting the entire way through the first few episodes to then go and defeat people um, much of which I can't remember mm-hmm. but it's very good uh, there's a very very brutal scene with bad Captain America Mm-hmm. Uh, where he just takes a shield and brutalises this guy's face uh, again very very good well mm-hmm. done um, we also get introduced to Isaiah who yeah. was um, Captain America 
first short period of time back in the 60s, I yep. think, after Captain America disappeared into the ice. But Isaiah is black and he was pushed out of history by the US government. And we get a really nice scene between him and Sam reconciling their past. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, so you missed the main villains of the piece, the Flag Smashers. That's the Eco Terrace. Oh, that's the Eco Terrace. You missed out Sharon Carter. Oh, Peggy's, yeah. Peggy's niece who is uh, in the bad place Madripoor yep. and she is uh, she turns out to be a real bad bad bitch badass bitch um, and so she's not very good and at the end she gets uh, she everything that she's done bad gets uh, taken off her record but now she's infiltrated the government for someone who we don't know yeah. um, you also have Daniel Brühl coming back as Baron Zemo. Oh fuck it! I and always forget about Dan- Daniel Brühl, but he was one of the he, best things. Yeah, he well. doesn't like the super soldier, se- the super secret human soldier serum. So he smashes a bunch of them and uh, dances a bit, and then gets uh, taken away by uh, the Wakandans. I think. Yeah. Uh, who also show up? Black Panther's pals. Yeah. Uh, Okoye and the Dora Milaje mm-hmm. show up, and they do some cool fighting and beat everyone. Yeah. I think that's about it. I think that's about it. That was good. I, cool. I enjoyed that series. Yeah, it's a very good series. Mm. Right. Next up, we had... Doctor Who. Oh, <laughs> so... <laughs> we have Doctor Who, which is a British bloke travelling through time with a plucky sidekick who turns <laughs> out to be just himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, Loki's all uh, Loki in Endgame. Uh, evil Loki from 2012 disappears with the Tesseract, one of the stones, gets picked up by an organization who doesn't let people who shouldn't be in places be in places. So, he, <laughs> so he gets taken to this mad 70s vibe hotel and uh, basically taken through a bunch of processing, shown how his life was meant to go, told that he's a variant and can't uh, be existing anymore. But they're also looking for another variant Loki. So um, he meets up with Owen Wilson, who's lovely, and uh, a couple other folk. And they go and hunt this other Loki variant. Turns out it's a woman. Loki is not gender specific, which, you know, is quite nice. Um, So they have a big big chat, uh, Loki and Loki. They chat together. uh, They love each other. Have a a great old time. then uh, in between all that you've got the TVA which is what they're called the time people mm-hmm. uh, the hotel management service really yeah. uh, they all get together and they're like oh we can't have these Lokis we need to kill her so they try and kill them it's time lords uh, it's time lords yeah uh, <laughs> they try and kill them they do manage to but then they don't get killed they get moved to this mad place outside of time where uh, Richard E. Grant shows up as another Loki mm-hmm. there's a kid Loki there's an alligator Loki there's a black Loki there's uh, President Loki and there's a bunch of other background Lokis yeah. um, and there's a th- frog of Thor and there's a big head and there's some other big things in there as well mm. uh, lots of easter eggs mm. uh, so they fight through that they go to see who's actually in charge of the TVA because it's not the space lizards mm. it is uh, Jonathan Majors um, who's playing Kang which is a big villain that's gotten introduced and might be back and he does a lot of talking is a bit mad and brilliant likes apples and uh, dies at the end unleashing the multiverse because he was qu- making sure that the people what weren't meant to be existing weren't existing but now that he's gone the people what weren't meant to be existing are existing so the tree of time goes a bit bananas and there's lots of different things now because the multiverse is open that was the most succinct and well done one that we've done yet oh lovely uh, that you've done <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think you kind of covered everything. Uh, the more I, the more we think about it, I am thinking this is just Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's even a big creepy clock. <laughs> um, yeah, no, fantastic show. Mm. I don't really have anything to add to that. Next, Next show. Up, uh, Black Widow. Black Widow is actually, I'm going to go on record saying this is my favourite Marvel film. Mm, so let's see how well he records it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's set just after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's kind of fucked off in their own directions Black Widow um, is getting she, she, she's out hiding in the wilderness somewhere she's got a cabin uh, gets sent this package that comes from the first part of the film <laughs> which I skipped <laughs> <laughs> which has um, a couple other Black Widows because they're not just one they're an organisation um, they've all been brainwashed and there's red tubes that if you get that in your face you're no longer brainwashed Someone gets stabbed in the leg, uh, and then 
uh, Black Widow's sister, who we get introduced to, Yelena. Yeah. Um, she sends over these red tubes to Black Widow, uh, and as soon as Black Widow gets the red tubes, all chaos ensues. Uh, I was sitting in a 4DX seat at Cineworld, and there was a car crash, and I shat myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Taskmaster comes out. Mm-hmm. Not, um, not Greg Davis. No, not, not. I mean, that would be infinitely more entertaining <laughs> what justice instead of copying other superhero skills he just sits there and go you've got to make the most interesting thing out of beef in 30 seconds go like <laughs> can we get Greg Davis cast as a variant kingpin I whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing yeah <laughs> um, so then Taskmaster's chasing after Black Widow she escapes she goes to a safe house which turns out where Yelena uh, is hiding as well and that's in I've forgotten the name of the place. Budapest. Um, oh, thrown back to Budapest with uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye. What happened there? We will find out in this movie. Finally, the questions are getting answered. Um, so they they kick the shit out of each other. Uh, it's a very very cool fight scene. Mm-hmm. Then they decide that they're pals again, um, but also have strange family relationships. At some point, we do see back in the day that they were moved about by their mum and dad who were actually uh, agents mm-hmm. is it Russia? Russian yeah. agents yeah um, who were trying to get a hold of uh, brain the brainwashing technology that they now have mm-hmm. um, their dad played by uh, Harbour David Harbour yeah. uh, he is the oh my god what's his name Red Red Guardian Red Guardian who fought Captain America at some point after he had gone into the ice uh, we'll never know yet what happens with that or ha- what happened um, they break him out of prison in this big snowy bit there's an avalanche lots of people die very cool scenes with the helicopter uh, then they go find the mum the mum's been brainwashing pigs uh, then she double crosses them after they sing uh, bye bye American pie yeah yep. yeah. Um, then they go to f- fight the big bad who is this We guy who's got some fucking issues with women um <laughs> uh, very scary villain actually mm-hmm. 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 Um, he has set in this thing where uh, if any woman any females smell his pheromones they can't hurt him so uh, Blackwood's mum tells her oh it's, by the way it's not actually their mum and dad they're all adopted um <laughs> Black Widow's mum tells her that the only way to not be affected by this is to break her nose. So she does that on a table and then kicks a shit out of this guy, takes his ring, um, finds out where all the Black Widows are across the the, the universe, the, the world. Uh, then all the Black Widows come to kill her. They release the red tubes of dust. Uh, they're all fine. Then something happens with the big ship that they're on because they're on a ship for this bit. And uh, it starts blowing up. Uh, Taskmaster comes after them because she was in a cage at some point and then gets out uh, and they're fighting in the air as they're skydiving off of this blown up ship uh, they get down to the ground it turns out by the way that Taskmaster is actually the daughter of the bad, big bad guy uh, and the reason she is Taskmaster now is because she was disfigured in, uh, disfigured in an explosion that Hawkeye and um, Black Widow set off when this girl was 7 years old because she was collateral for killing the big bad who they didn't kill uh, and Black Widow's had this weighing uh, on her for all these years but they make amends and the big bad guy is killed yeah mm-hmm. happy yeah that was pretty good oh, well done yeah that was probably <laughs> the best one you've done the only thing you missed is the post credit scene oh where shit Val from uh, Captain uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. who at the end of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier the Falcon becomes Captain America mm-hmm. uh, and gets a new suit uh, so Val shows up again who had fake bad Captain America mm-hmm. uh, and she now went up to Yelena Black Widow's sister and said I've got a job for you you need to kill someone and who killed your sister because Black Widow's dead now mm-hmm. and shows us a little thing and oh no it's Hawkeye and he didn't kill her and it's all a bit of the old manipulation yep um, that, that post credit scene in particular if you've not watched Endgame don't watch the post credit scene or if you've not watched Endgame but want to watch this, then just listen to our last episode and you'll get it. You'll get the main. You'll get the gist. I've also just realised that we've just explained the post-credit scene before saying that. Oh, we've explained all of it before <laughs> saying, by the way, spoilers. 
Awesome. Next up, we've got Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So this is a show that sort of ties back to the Iron Man ones because we find out who the Ten Rings are again. Um, but they're not actually uh, Ben Kingsley. They're actually um, Asian, like how they should be. And they, <laughs> uh, the dad's been alive for a thousand years and he's got Ted Mad Powerful Rings and he met uh, his missus, who's lovely and can dance with wind. They have a lovely love affair, have a couple of kids, and the kids run away because bad things happen to mum. One of the kids is Shang-Chi, or Sean, as he's um, very aptly called himself. <laughs> Westernised his name, I think. Um, he is doing ballet stuff with Aquafina. Mm-hmm. Him and Aquafina have a little chat. Bad things happen. There's a mad scene on a bus with a bloke with a razor for a hand. Uh, razor fist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Razor for a fist then, sorry, apologies. <laughs> Didn't know the difference between a fist and a hand. Uh, they have a wee uh, they have a wee fight on a bus, then they have to go uh, they like sort of Shang Chi helps everyone not die. Then they have to go and find out what's going on. So they go and see Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and underneath the basement in Dad's place is oh it's it's Trevor Slate, it's Ben Kingsley from uh, Iron Man, but he's got a wee uh, furry pal. Uh, called Mo or something like that. Yep. And they have a they have a great time. He's very funny. Then they go and find this magical forest, which what uh, the mom came from, where they can dance with the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go and find it, but mad trees are trying to stop them. Uh, the dad comes. Everyone says, "Dinner punch that wall." The dad punches the wall. Uh, big demons come out, start eating folks' souls. Everyone fights against them. There's a big dragon that Shang Chi um, starts to use. <laughs> he uses the dragon very well. He's a very good dragon user. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes and gets some of the rings off his dad. They have a big fight. Then the uh, dad continues to try and punch the wall and lets the big monster out, which then kills him, which is his penance for punching walls. Mm-hmm. And he, he he's dead. So they uh, have a big fight. The dragon looks like he's dead, but then goes and beats the other dragon with that. And a couple of... Uh, there's a wee arrow from... Uh, Aquafina shoots an arrow. Yeah. Uh, as well during all this we've actually met Shang-Chi's sister as well yep. who is uh, who begins with fight using an underground fight club sort of thing yep. where uh, what Tim Roth's back mm-hmm. is abomination and he's fighting with Wong but then they have a lovely chat afterwards and then she joins in she's got mad powerful things she fights everyone and at the end she becomes the new Mandarin in charge of the Ten Rings uh, and they'll come back and Shang-Chi meets Wong and they have to speak about the Ten Rings releasing some sort of signal Mm-hmm. And Bruce Banner is there, but he's Bruce Banner. He's not Smart Hulk anymore, and he's still got a sling. And Captain Marvel is there, but she's got long hair again. <laughs> what the shit? And Razor Fist, who does not die. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> that's, that's a Muppet, Muppet's callback. Uh, Christmas Carol. Um, right, so actually, I did want to talk about this. So the, the scene where Bruce Banner is Bruce Banner and not uh, Smart Hulk, I actually saw a video about this the other day. On the IMAX screening, where you see that little bit extra of the screen, uh, which you never pay for because there's no point. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a point for this bit because on his other hand there is a small bracelet with a little green bit, which looks very like the upcoming thing we're going to be talking about, the Sands of the Shanty, oh. which depowers you. And because of his arm, and the Hulk can't oh. can't get any treatment for his arm yeah. after the snap, they depowered him potentially so that he could heal as a human. Oh wow, that's a bit <laughs> that's a bit fun, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Uh, did I miss anything? No, I think you hit the nail on, uh, on the head. I will go out in the limit and say this is my favourite standalone Marvel film, Shang Chi, and the the visuals in it are absolutely mm-hmm. stunning. I Next, s- I think as well, like you can tell that those were our two favourites. Yeah. Next one, uh, right? Cool. I'm going to speed run this. Okay. Right. So now we have the What If series. Right. The What If series is basically multiverse what if this happened in another universe what if this went differently uh, we had nine episodes come out yeah uh, originally first few episodes it was all standalone episodes but then they started to tie into each other mm-hmm. uh, very good so episode one what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger just ca- Captain America but instead of Captain America going and get the super soldier secret human stuff um, <laughs> uh, ca- ca- um, thingy Carter Peggy Carter goes in instead and um, Captain America becomes the Hydra Stomper. He's just a big Iron Man suit. Yep. Uh, very good. Uh, what if T'Challa became Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars Episode Two. It's just um, T'Challa becoming Star Wars, and it's a very very good film. Thanos gets uh, a little redemption arc in it, and he's a good person now. Yeah. 
uh, Good Gardens of the Galaxy team. For it that. is, yeah. Um, episode 3, What If the World Lost Its Mightiest Heroes. This is the one where Killmonger comes in? Nope, this nope. is uh, Hank Pym Goes Mad. Hank Pym Goes Mad and kills all the Avengers for the death of uh, the Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't remember that one as much. No, but uh, Bruce Banner does explode because he makes oh, his heart go big. Fucking mental. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thor dies because of an arrow, which I, I struggle to see how that would work. But <laughs> since he is, you know, a god, uh, but fair enough. Um, and then my personal favorite episode: uh, What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Doctor Strange, but um, what happens is instead of uh, hurting his hands. Um, I've forgotten her fucking name Christine Christine dies in the car crash with him and he goes back in time to try and change this but every time it's a fixed point in time it's always going to have to happen so whatever he does she's going to die in this universe uh, and it's brutal you just see him go through some heartbreak and then just turn and he starts chasing up how to bring her back how to stop this fixed point in time to the point that he loses all self and becomes a monster and destroys his entire universe mm. And then he meets. Uh, then he hears the Watcher, who has been watching and narrating every one of these episodes out with space and time, mm. uh, in, in in between the multiverse, um, which is very strange that he can hear that. Mm. Uh, then we've got what if zombies? If you've never never read the what if uh, the Marvel zombies comics, honestly, they're great read, uh, and they did a good homage to this. Um, everyone's zombies, but they all got the superpowers still. I think we've got Spider-Man and Ant-Man's head and um, T'Challa T'Challa and there was a fourth I can't remember because most of them died at the end I mean Hulk's still out there going bananas aye Hulk's still out there going bananas Uh, Vision's still alive and he's been um, feeding zombie Wanda all these other people so that she can stay alive essentially and it ends with zombie Thanos with five of the stones which is pretty bloody pretty fucking wild that'll do Uh, did they do the did they do the Ant-Man up the bum thing in this I can't remember no anyway (laughs) Um, that was a very good episode yeah what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark so this is the one with Killmonger in it yeah yeah so uh, Killmonger um, rescues Tony Stark I think it is anyway <laughs> Killmonger for those of you who probably didn't know because I don't think we mentioned it is Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther yeah um, he has a great arc in this uh, episode because he basically sets it up so that he can take over Wakanda but successfully this time mm-hmm. uh, using Stark's armies gets in good with Stark and then double crosses him stabs him in the heart um, and then no one really works it out apart from maybe was it Shuri was on him um, but he gets away with it and at the end he's he does get away with it doesn't he yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at the end he's got the whole entire Wakandan army and tons and tons of Iron Man drones very very cool uh, what if Thor were an only child this is Party Thor episode yeah Party mm-hmm. Thor is great he's just drunk and accidentally demolishes planets mm-hmm. but then we have someone stepping in at the end we don't mm. see no we do see we do see and it is Ultron looking all cool has he got the five stones at this point yes yes he does have he's got the six stones he's, he's got, got the six stones fuck me um, yeah Ultron comes in then we go back a wee bit and see what if Ultron won it's basically just Infinity War uh, the Infinity Saga but Ultron's the main villain he gets all the stones and then he breaks out of his own universe and starts going all over the place smashing through other universes and just trying to do what his program was which is just destroy all life to protect it yeah and the only two people who can survive him Mm -hmm. is the bloke with the bow and arrow Mm -hmm. and the lassie with some electric hands and that's who's electric hands lassie widow's bike black widow oh yeah yeah (laughs) i forgot that she got that yeah yeah they're (laughs) the only two that can hide uh but then hawkeye dies yeah uh, didn't do a very good job of hiding. No. Uh, and then we get what if the Watcher broke his oath. So in this we get the Guardians of the Multiverse. Yep. Which is a super team comprised of um, Black Widow from yep. that universe, uh, Doctor Strange who killed his universe, Captain Carter from the first episode, Killmonger yep. comes in, um, uh, uh, Party Thor, yep. and T'Challa Star-Lord, yep. and... Captain Carter yeah I said Captain Carter they do yeah uh, and there's Tony uh, from an episode we haven't seen where uh, no Gamora 
Thanos Gamora yep um, and they take on uh, Ultron with the five infinity stones that can travel through the multiverse now you say they yeah Doctor Strange takes on Ultron <laughs> and everyone else stands about with shields <laughs> and then uh, they had an Ultron bot with a bug uploaded that they then put in and then Killmonger and the Ultron bot with the bug in it get caught in a different universe because they yep. uh, are trying to get all the Infinity Stones. Yeah, because the the bug in the arrow of the, for the Ultron is played by the guy from Hydra who we never mentioned at all. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Who's a bloke from Hydra who's also a computer now. Yeah. Um, a very, very good series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything? Else. No, I think. Well, I think it was just yeah. The Watcher like gets them all together, and he's not meant to, uh, and that was sort of the whole thing. He's watching folk, and then gets freaked out because Ultron goes a bit mad and yeah. fucks him up. Very, Fuck him up. Very cool visuals as well. There was a throwback to Jack Kirby's uh, yeah. art style with the wee dots. Yeah. Um. Right. Cool. Next up. Oh, the Eternals. Um. So. Bunch of bunch of uh, bunch of celestials uh, make a bunch of eternals who are just a bunch of folk who are basically gods and come to Earth and can live forever and teach us how what to do things. So they taught us how to do things for millennia, and then they're there. Uh, you've got the two Stark brothers. You've got the uh, blue alien from Captain Marvel, who's not the blue alien from Captain Marvel anymore. Uh, you've got an Irish fella, uh, um, Macari, who is. She deaf? Hi. Yeah. Uh, you've got a deaf lassie, you've got the Irish fella, they're in love. Uh, and then you've got um, uh, Angelina Jolie, who's got um, space dementia. Mm-hmm. Or sp- what is it called? Mad Weary. She's mad feeling mad weary. And <laughs> she's just tired. And uh, there's a couple more of them. Heaps of characters, and they've got to beat these guys called the Deviants, who are deviants. They're not very good people. No. Uh, they try and fuck everything up. Turns out that uh, one of the Stark brothers is also a bit of a baddie mm-hmm. uh, called Icarus. Uh, he wants to keep them on a track that they sh- the rest of them aren't really sure they want to be on, and he winds up killing Sam Hayek, who's sort of like the big, the big, big, big Eternal who knows yep. all the shit. Um, so the big Celestials basically uh, make Earth an egg. Uh, so they they have to hatch a new Celestial from the egg, and they just need lots of people to do that for some reason. <laughs> So they then all the Eternals have a big fight against uh, Rob Stark, and uh, they they all they all get pretty mad at each other. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, they wind up managing to beat him at some point through some mad cool tech stuff from the gay one, Fastos, yeah, who caused Hiroshima, which uh, you know yeah, a pinch of salt, I think, <laughs> and. Yeah, they did manage to beat. Uh, they managed to stop the celestial from cracking out of the egg too much. There's a bit of crack. It's like when you open up an egg box and you see there might be like a little dent in the egg, but it's not too bad. There's gonna have been some big waves, but we don't need to know about that apparently. Yeah. Um, and it's long, and they're uh, yeah at the end uh, they're all sitting there. You've got um, the other Stark brother who's not actually an Eternal. He's just a regular bloke. Um, comes back and he gets a he gets a sword uh, from a vampire and <laughs> just genuinely what happens <laughs> gets a sword from a vampire um, but we don't see the vampire just yet and we haven't seen him since yeah. uh, and some of the celestials go off in search of other planets to try and help them out some of them try and stay on earth and not be celestials the wee annoying kid one Eternals uh, it's Eternals the wee annoying kid one yeah. uh, loses their powers so they can grow up yeah. Um, because they can't keep the actor the same age forever yeah. and uh, then some of them who decide to stay on Earth get picked up by another uh, big the, one of the big aliens Arashem and yeah. get told they're getting trialled and they get moved away and then Angelina Jolie who's still feeling a bit mad weedy yeah. uh, is with a couple other folk and uh, Harry Styles shows up with uh, Patton Oswalt as yeah. I know yep. uh, oh yeah my, my favourite part of the movie when Icarus realises that he was beat um he decides to, as a as an homage to where his name come from, kill himself by flying into the sun. I love that. That that was my, genuinely my favorite bit of the film. Um, I think the the what 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 are they called again? Eternals and deviants. deviants. The deviants were very badly used. Mm-hmm. I think they had a lot of potential, especially with the whole evolving thing. Very cool villains, and then that battle with Angelina Jolie was over very very quickly. Yes. Uh, right. And up next we have. 
Hawkeye. 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 For our Scottish listeners. Right, so this is a bloke again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hawkeye starts with uh, this wee girl uh, who has got some good archery powers. Um, not powers, she just can do archery well. She hits a tennis ball off a bell uh, and brings it. And it turns out that when she was younger, she witnessed Hawkeye jumping off a building, shooting arrows at some aliens as he fell uh, during the first Avengers film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was pretty much shot for shot that we like mm-hmm. just a different shot. It was pretty cool. Um, she... That's right, listeners. It was shot for shot, but just a different shot. <laughs> just <laughs> different <laughs> angles, right? Um, <laughs> so then her mum and her mum's boyfriend seem a bit sketch. Uh, they're doing some underground dealings. I think his the, the boyfriend's dad uh, is it his dad. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. boyfriend dad uh, dies, doesn't he? Yeah, he dies. They, they're selling the Ronin outfit, which was when in Endgame, Quint or Hawkeye was going about killing some ma- um, Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, which I think we did mention. Yeah, I think we did actually cover that. Um, so then she asks, uh, the, the wee girl, I've forgotten her name. What, the, the main character? Yeah, the main character. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop gets the, the, uh, the, the suit that Quint wore at that time and puts it on and everyone thinks that that person's come back because no one knows that it was actually Hawkeye um, so then she bumps into Quint uh, there's the tracksuit mafia are coming after them uh, who are just a bunch of guys in tracksuits who are our mafia um, say bro a lot say bro a lot fucking fantastic by the mm-hmm. way <laughs> um, they are working for someone higher up we don't know who yet um, then we get introduced to Echo mm-hmm. uh, who is getting their own show Mm-hmm. Um, no she, bunny man as of yet no um, one day <laughs> one day <laughs> you'll get an invite next time <laughs> <laughs> um, so then after we meet Echo and the guy that fancies her but also would kill her very easily to get ahead in the game we then move on to it's, it's a, by the way it's a Christmas show and it's very very good uh, mm-hmm. in terms of their Christmasality uh, much nope. better than Iron Man 3 Christmas out isn't a thing well it is now um, <laughs> uh, stuff happens and then we find out who the big big bad is and it's the Kingpin mm. played by the same guy from Daredevil series Woo! oh the multiverse is happening um, he shows up in his Hawaiian shirt from that one comic yeah mm. and uh, beat, gets beaten by Kate somehow yeah but he does also chuck her a bit a bit oh I mean he throws her a bit yeah yeah. Well, the one thing you missed is that uh, Yelena comes back as well and tries oh, to kill Hawkeye. She's <laughs> mad. Her and Kate get on like a house on fire. That's oh. some mac and cheese. They're in a lift together. It's all best friend stuff that they're doing. That's a great relationship. Uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah, they're having chats. They're jumping out of buildings, being a bit in awe of each other. Um, and mm. then at the end, so Yelena's there just to sort of hunt down Hawkeye because she thinks he killed her sister, mm-hmm. which he didn't though. Uh, her sister killed herself really yeah. um, so the uh, Hawkeye gets stuck in a tree um, with an owl Kate shoots an arrow at the tree and dissolves it mm-hmm. falls down and then Yelena and Hawkeye uh, have a wee conversation about how they didn't uh, he didn't kill Nat and uh, Black Widow and Black Widow uh, took her own life to save everyone else and it's all very lovely and uh they all run away from each other at the end. It looks like Kingpin's dead. Echo kills him yeah. at the end because uh, Kingpin was Echo's uncle, apparently. Um, oh, yeah. But that might come back in the Echo show. Yep. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. It's rumoured that the, uh, the new Daredevil series, by the way, which will be coming out soon, uh, next few years, uh, is going to be a direct continuation of that's Netflix. That's great. That's great. Give me more of that bullseye guy. He was great. <laughs> um, right, what do we have next? We've got Spider-Man and he's got Neway Haim. Uh, so he, this is Spider-Man's third film and we pick up right where we left right where we left off uh, with the last Spider-Man, which is Abdi Ken's at Spider-Man, Spider-Man. So he runs away for a bit and uh, takes his girlfriend with him. They have, uh, they find out they find out that uh, it's really hard with everyone knowing that you're Spider-Man and his school life changes, a couple of his teachers like him, one of them don't. Uh, he uh, like tries to be a normal life but can't be a normal life what anymore. Uh, the Department of Control come and try and uh, take all his Stark tech away and see what he's been up to, you know, mm-hmm. keeping an eye on him. 
uh, he gets a lawyer turns out it's Daredevil who catches a brick real well and then disappears <laughs> <laughs> makes it sound like I don't like this <laughs> uh, so then Spider-Man's a bit upset because he kind of get into the college he wants to with Abdi and his pals kind of get in either so he goes to Doctor Strange to use magic to get into college instead of reasoning with people um, they use magic they break open the multiverse because it's a bit now fingly because fingly apparently fingly, yeah. yeah the multiverse is fingly because both the Lokis killed uh, Jonathan Majors to make the multiverse able to be seen uh-huh. apparently um, so then lots of villains from all the Spider-Man films that have came out before the MCU come in you've got Green Goblin played by Willem Dafoe who gets his mask mashed you've got Doctor Octopus played by um, Alfred Molina who is great and comes back as a bad guy but then sort of slowly transitions into a good guy and gets a nice arc you've got Sandman who is played by an actor who wasn't there Um, you've got The Wizard who is played by an actor who wasn't there and you've got Jamie Foxx being cool Electro instead of geeky Electro they all get get helped from the Spider-Man and they try and fix all their shit that's went wrong Redemption Arc City yeah Redemption Arc City but then one of them doesn't Electro doesn't want it they all have a bit of a fight. Uh, Green Goblin turns uh, into really bad Green Goblin. Uh, Willem Dafoe gets his big eyes and scariness on. He kills Aunt May. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. What a shame. Tears. Tears. And uh, Aunt May says the line, with great power comes great responsibility before she dies. Hits Spider-Man really hard. Uh, during this all, Spider-Man's two pals, Ned and Zendaya, have not been near him. They've been away, so they try and find Spider-Man with uh, Doctor Strange's powerful stuff because they've nicked that off him at some point. Yeah. Um, because he's been chucked away somewhere because he just wanted to kill all the villains. Yeah. Um, so he's he's uh, hanging over the Grand Canyon for twelve hours at this point. Um, so Zendaya and uh, Ned try and get the try and get uh, Spider-Man back, and out jumps Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Ooh. And then out jumps Tobey Maguire as a youth pastor, I believe. <laughs> and uh, they come, they try and help Peter because they've both lost their Uncle Ben's. Uh, the three Spider-Man come together, they fix everything, uh, have a big cool fight. It's really awesome. Uh, they're all amazing, brilliant, really good redemption. Uh, their big fight scene at the end, MJ's and I almost die. She falls off a building, but then Andrew Garfield gets to save her. And his acting is phenomenal in that scene. And then uh, Peter's really mad at the goblin for killing his auntie. So he tries to stab him with the goblin skateboard. And the... uh, Because it's got big points on it. uh, And it's more of a hoverboard because he doesn't do much skating on it. He hovers a lot though. So he gets this uh, hoverboard. He tries to get it. And then Toby Maguire comes in and stops him. And just looks at him for a solid minute. And uh, he doesn't need to say anything because his eyes say it all. Uh, then to fix everything and make everything go away, Spider-Man has to tell everyone that they forget he's Peter, who Peter Parker is, mm-hmm. uh, because that's how what all the villains are coming through for. Uh, so everyone forgets who Spider-Man, who Peter Parker is. They all know Spider-Man, but they want to know Peter Parker, uh, and he's really sad and doesn't have any pals at the end of the movie, but makes a new suit. Yep. So um, three things I think. Uh, first of all, this movie gives us the worst CGI. Uh, shot in the entire MCU which is Flash um, it's not Gordon Flash uh, oh yeah yeah. yeah. Flash Thompson Flash Thompson he's standing in front of the New York City and it, you can tell it's green screen and they didn't need to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> second of all uh, Ned he has um, magic powers it comes in his family which is proof when he can use the sling ring mm-hmm. um, and also Venom's in it yeah, Venom's in the post credit, and he he speaks to a bartender and then goes away, but leaves a bit of his goop behind. Yeah, yeah. So there's some black goop coming for Pete, um, which is lovely. <laughs> cool. Well, I think that's covered it. Next, yeah, uh, the, one of the freshest. So these should be. I mean, we're onto the last two that have come out, and then you're ready. You're ready for Miss Marvel, or you're ready for Thor. Yeah. Uh, so now we have Moon Knight, which is uh, Oscar Isaac doing a masterclass in acting. Yep. Um, he is. No, no, that's it. Okay. That's what he needs to <laughs> um, He plays a guy who has um, a personality disorder. Uh, he has two personalities, as far as we know from the start, uh, one of which is Stephen Grant, and the other one is Mark Spector. Um, Mark Spector is a mercenary and very, very trained in killing people. Um, Stephen Grant is a British guy who works in a the museum. Uh, they love, uh, he loves Egyptian gods and all that sort of shit. Uh, turns out they're real. We find that out later on. Um, after Arthur Harrow yep um, played by Ethan Hawke comes in and is trying to kill everyone if they're not worthy of being alive based on whether or not they might potentially commit crimes in their lifetime um, 
and this is with the power of Amit, who is one of the Egyptian gods, uh, who's a big crocodile. Uh, we meet all the Egyptian god pantheons, but we don't actually meet the Egyptian gods. We meet the their um, people that they use to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Very disappointed that the um, that the uh, bloke for Osiris was not played by Bo Burnham, because uh, oh. then it would have been Bo Cyrus confirmed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So then the uh, so yeah. So Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant is working for Conchu um, Conchu uh, and is Moon Knight who is got the powers of the moon and can heal himself rapidly and has a little um, moon shaped blade on him just like what the moon has yeah uh, <laughs> there, we also get introduced to Mark Spector's wife um, who is a fucking amazing actress mm-hmm. she's brilliant in that um, she helps them a wee bit kind of falls for Stephen a wee bit which Mark isn't best pleased at because you know it's his wife but also Mark disappeared out of her life uh, because he didn't want to get her involved with Conchu who Conchu is trying to steal to be his avatar that's mm-hmm. the word I was forgetting yep that's time. why I forgot <laughs> um, so they, they're chasing after um, the tomb of Amit which they found a golden scarab thing which is a compass that points them to where they need to go kind of like how Captain Jack Sparrow's compass works yep um, and uh, Arthur Harrow gets it off them then they go into Amit's tomb they find Alexander the Great's tomb uh, his uh, his sarcophagus out of that they get uh, Amit's little statue thing which mm-hmm. she's trapped in Arthur Harrow shoots Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant um, and releases Amit Mark Spector and Stephen Grant go into their afterlife which is different for everyone else um, and for them it is a mental hospital for the first part uh, where Arthur Harrow is uh, playing the foil to them, them in yeah. that um, then they pass that bit uh, there's another sarcophagus there which kind of shows that there might be a third person to Mark Spector and Stephen Grant's thing uh, not introduced in this episode uh, then they travel through the sand dunes that have zombies in them uh, on a big boat with a hippo one hundred percent accurate. Uh, little little fact, by the way, uh, Kevin Feige didn't have much to do with Moon Knight, but walked into set one day, saw a concept drawn for the hippo, and said, "We're having the hippo in this." Uh, <laughs> then Stephen Grant falls in the because uh, they're they're different people now in the afterlife. So Stephen Grant falls in the sand, turns into sand. Uh, Mark Spector goes into the field of reeds. There's a uh, scene in the first episode where. A little girl says, "Was it sad that you didn't get into the field of reeds?" Uh, and he's just like, "I'm not dead, so that doesn't work." <laughs> a spot on impression, by yep, the way. No. Um, uh, but Mark Spector did. Then he goes back to save Stephen Grant. Uh, he claps his hand and cries, and Stephen's alive again. And then they go through some big doors. The sand's chasing after them, uh, and they're alive again. Uh, in this time, um, Mark's wife, which her name is Layla, Layla, yep. Uh, Leila then chases after Arthur Harrow, kills a few people, uh, gets contacted by Tawe, who is the hippo. Tawaret. Tawaret, close, close. Um, she then becomes the avatar of Tawaret and um, gets some cool powers and kind of looks like the Falcon. Mm, get uh, some wings. Get some wings. Uh, there's a very, very cool fight scene. Conchu turns big because uh, he was imprisoned in a wee statue thing as well at some point by Osiris. Uh, but him and Amit are released and they fight in massive and then on the ground you have um, Moon Knight and Arthur Harrow and um, I don't know what Leila's superhero name is The Scarlet Scarab The Scarlet Scarab that's a cool name um, they, they all fight each other very very cool action scenes and then they take down Amit and Arthur Harrow and Stephen and Mark are just like release us from this conchu we're no longer your avatar you're not getting Leila either because she's with Tavari Um and then we cut to the post credit scene and uh, Oscar Isaac is now a taxi driver with a Spanish accent and Conchu uh, is sitting in the back in a tuxedo and is just like <laughs> they don't know that they've got a third personality but I do cut to black that's very well done I think that was pretty <laughs> much everything that happened well done uh, they've all got different suits when they're Moon Knight so yes. uh, Mark Spector gets like a cape with the things um, and What's his face? Uh, Stephen Grant gets a gets some batons in a suit. Yep. Uh, and he says "Later's gaiters" quite <laughs> a few times, which is which lovely. Is a, which is a callback to um, that's how he used to sign off to his mum. 
mm. on the phone. She's nice, isn't it? Yeah, she's also dead. Mm. Oh, his mum was abusive. And oh yeah, his mum and his mum was abusive and hated him because his brother died in a cave. Yeah. In their back garden. Yeah. A flood cave in their back garden, which yeah. is a stupid place to put your flood cave. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're gonna have a flood cave around kids, then you don't want to have it in your back garden. At least put a fence around it. Mm. No, I mean. Anyway, yeah, it was a very good show. It was really a very good show. Yeah. Next and lastly, the ones that are released so far, so we're almost there, listeners. Thank you for holding up with us <laughs> as we've spent three hours badly discussing Marvel films. Is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? So we start off with Doctor Strange with long hair fighting a big mad mummy uh, with uh, um, with a woman called America Chavez. Uh, they're getting this big book of light, the book of Ashanti. They run away from this mummy. The mummy winds up killing the other Doctor Strange with the ponytail. But before that happens, Doctor Strange manages to get America Chavez to run away. Cuts to our Doctor Strange having a bad dream uh, in which he died by the hands of a mummy after saving America. Um, but not America, America, the character America. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he then gets up, goes to the wedding of Christine. Oh, she's getting married to someone else because Steve was uh, Stephen Strange was a uh, blip for five years. I didn't know Jackass was part of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, I, so he's a bit gutted, but it's all good because there's a big uh, one-eyed octopus mm-hmm. on the streets uh, fighting America. So not the country America, the character America. So he jumps down, he's got his cape there, uh, jumps down, does some cool magic stuff and kills the monster by chucking something in his eye, chucking a big lamppost in his eye. Yep. Uh, they have a chat about the multi, about uh, where this America's came from and how he was, she was in Stephen's dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen's a bit like, fit you doing here. Uh, she's like, well, I jumped through multiverses, I found you again, you need to help me because these monsters are coming after me. Uh, they go, all right, Wong's there as well. Uh, they go, oh, we'll take it, Carmitage, which is like the big magic place where all the magic people learn how to do magic. Um, and Stephen's like, oh, I've got a pal who'll help us out. So he goes and sees Wanda, who's sitting on her lovely wee farm. Um, and turns out it's not a lovely wee farm, it's a barren hellscape, and she's went full-blown evil with the dark hold that she's been using. Uh, she's hunting America, and then she, but not the country, the person. Uh, and then she <laughs> sorry I'll stop doing that uh, and then she goes and attacks Carmitage um, and everyone's a bit worried because she's mad powerful these days mm-hmm. uh, she does some cool things they try and stop her for a while Wong's got the good defences he shouts at people there's heaps of wizards there but then uh, the Scarlet Witch comes in and gets through them eventually by telling one of them to run um, and then she gets in she gets trapped in the mirror dimension but then manages to use reflections to get out and comes out all like the ring um which is quite creepy and then manages to almost get them but uh the america chavez turns out she can jump multiverses and she punches it she screams and a big star appears and her and doctor strange go through about 25 different universes all with little easter eggs in them yeah. go and watch it there's one what they were paint uh, there's one where there's one uh, what they were painting. yeah there's one where they were underwater all the time there was like a cartoon one there was a black and white one there was a futury one uh, lots of different ones and they wind up in this big universe where Doctor Strange died defeating Thanos yeah. and it turns out the Sorcerer Supreme is Mordo Chueto Iofor who we mentioned very briefly in the last one who isn't as evil as he was but is still a bit evil mm-hmm. and he takes Doctor Strange in and goes hey nice to meet you I know you're from an R multiverse let's have a chat but then drugs his tea Oh, dang it. For the second Doctor Strange movie in a row, he's been drugged by some tea. Classic inside number nine. I know. So then he wakes up and he's in this big box and it's like uh, he's getting looked after by a um, nurse who looks like Christine because she is Christine from that universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets taken away to meet these Illuminati, who is like a undercover organisation from the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets there and it's like the Illuminati will see you now. And then you meet all these people. So you've got Captain Carter from What If. You've got Black Bolt, who's an inhuman. Black Agar Boltigan. Uh, you've got you've got Professor X is there. You've got um, Maria Rambo from Captain Marvel is actually Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got Mordo's obviously part of them. And you've got Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four, played by John Krasinski. And I rolled that I think I liked better the second time I saw it, but I you know the first time I was grossly disappointed by him. Uh, so they all go dinner worry about your witch we're worried about you even though you're trying to save us and then uh, Scarlet Witch does this thing that she can do in Darkhold which is called Dreamwalking where she goes and becomes one of her variants uh, in an R universe by taking over their body in this other universe she's got the kids that she lost in WandaVision so she's like oh look at my kids that's great oh no I've jumped out of Dreamwalking 
because Wong did a thing in the other one. Then she comes back and goes, all right, I've got you this time. You're all fucking sleeping. Let's go and get my kid. Let's go and get these guys, uh, get this little girl so I can get my kids. Flies away, goes down. The Illuminati are all like, oh, we can beat you. No bother. I'm stretchy. He's got he's got mad mouth powers and she's got a shield. We're going to fucking do this. <laughs> so they go and fight them. Uh, Mr. Fantastic, uh, John Krasinski turns into noodles, much like a previous episode we spoke about um, yesterday. Um then yeah black bolt loses his mouth and explain and brain explodes peggy carter gets cut in half by her own shield and uh captain marvel gets crushed by uh, by some rocks uh <laughs> they're all dead then uh, professor hex comes in he tries to do things in the mind and does like gets into wanda's mind to try and release the other one to stop them dream walking big red mist comes up and a zombie wanda doesn't just break his neck rips his head off if you watch it in slow motion <laughs> genuinely like rips his head off fucking hell uh, then he's dead uh, very sad because we like Charles Xavier played by uh, Patrick Stewart even though Patrick Stewart's looking a bit old yeah. um, so they're all dead everyone runs away from Wanda she tries and gets them gets America Chavez and runs away and sends Doctor Strange to a bad creepy world that's all going dusty and falling away turns out that's called an incursion which is when two worlds pan together, uh, hit each other because people have been travelling the multiverse and everything goes into black goop. Um, there they meet bad Doctor Strange who's got three eyes and is a bit annoyed about everything because he lost Christine. Um, <laughs> they have a fight with music. Uh, the bad Doctor Strange dies. Other Doctor Strange grabs the Darkhold, which oh, is in this He, get, he gets Saramand. He gets Saramand and he does, yeah. <laughs> uh, they get uh, the, this doc, bad Doctor Strange had the Dark Lord. Our Doctor Strange uses it to possess the dead body of the Doctor Strange that died right at the start of the film in a move that I saw coming from a mile away <laughs> and then goes and tells America Chavez that she can beat the Scarlet Witch and it doesn't need to be Doctor Strange showing that he no longer needs to be the person holding the knife in a lovely bit of character development. Uh, so... <laughs> America Chavez does what they should have done at the start of the film and shows Scarlet Witch what she, what bad she would be doing to her kids um, and showing that they're quite happy with their actual mum and don't need to be taken away by bad witch mum. Uh, she gets upset, destroys this big building that they've went to, which is where the Darkhold was made by Chithon. Uh, Wong's fine. He's there. He gets away with uh, we America Chavez. Uh, Zombie Strange dies, but then Doctor Strange gets come back by America Chavez. But after telling Christine that he loves her in every universe, which is a lovely wee line, if not a little bit cheesy, everything's fine at the end. Scarlet Witch is dead, or so we think. She's fucking no. And uh, Doctor Strange gets visited by a purple woman who cuts uh, holes with a knife into the fabric of space and time, and they jump away. And Doc- our Doctor Strange has a third eye now because he used the dark gold. Yeah, I think you absolutely covered everything there. I don't like anything to add at all. Um, I hate the eye. I know you do. <laughs> uh, the, the only thing I would probably add as a caveat is uh, Sam Raimi directed this, the, the original Spider-Man director from back Sony days. Um, very, very stylistically, his his work is great. Uh, he also didn't watch WandaVision. Mm. And as a follow-up to WandaVision, it shows. Now, had he listened to this podcast, he would have been able to put in one or two more things. Um, but there is the key thing, it's WandaVision is key, because if you've not seen WandaVision, you're like, why is she gone mad? Why is she so angry these days? It's so um, funny as well, because he, uh, he said in an interview that he watched all the key scenes, which means the last scene. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all he watched. <laughs> but yeah, that's you up to date, everyone. We've done it. Woo! That's that, how many years of Marvel have we just condensed into three episodes? Uh, 10, 12, 14 years. 14 years, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Easy. So thank you very much for listening. Um, I'm knackered. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of work. <laughs> um, I'm glad we did redid this in the morning. Yeah, God, God, that was that was a lot of fun though. And if you don't know what was going on in Marvel after listening to all that, then fair enough, because <laughs> I'm not entirely sure anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you very much. Like and subscribe. We didn't put that at the top. Uh, like and subscribe to us. We're on Facebook, Tunaboot. Uh, I'm still speaking like I'm trying to describe the movie. <laughs> We're at Facebook on Tunaboot, <laughs> Instagram at, at RealTuna underscore Boot. And if you want to email us, send us an email at MrTunaboot at gmail dot com. Yeah, serious emails only, please. Yes, Alison. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else to say? Jim might be back next week, but uh, I have to announce here that I'm taking a sabbatical from the podcast for a couple of weeks, uh, just to go and invest my time in my true passion, which is fixating uh, googly eyes to pigs. 
<laughs> uh, if you would like a googly eyed pig then you know where to contact us on a serious note I'm actually going on holiday and starting my fringe show it's on sale just now past life if you're coming to the Edinburgh Fringe come along you should have plugged this at the start man no I'm plugging it now. <laughs> people are going to get halfway through this and then be like right, okay fine time to go thank you for listening <laughs> <laughs> and as we always say here on the podcast you're always a breath away, away from, from death, death. good night Seattle <laughs> good night Seattle <laughs> Skish, skish, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>